Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm John Popko. I work for Time Shamrock with Rock 107, Alt 92.1, and ESPN. Our other co-host, Brittany, uh, couldn't make it tonight, uh, but we do have uh, drummer Chris Langan, who is the uh, drummer for uh, London Force, uh, Danielle, uh, Grant Williams, who we've had on the show before, Tribes, uh, and many other local bands. Uh, he's also a drum teacher and the host of uh, Behind the Beat on YouTube. Uh, so we're going to be talking about his uh, many years of experience and uh, passing that knowledge down to others, uh, making a living as a musician, uh, how he's going to uh, try to turn that into uh, a lifetime career, and uh, much more. So if you have any questions or comments or anything you want to add to our conversation tonight, leave them right down there in the comment section. Uh, we'll get to them uh, uh, in a little while. So uh, uh, please stay tuned uh, for the next hour. And uh, before we get into the interview, uh, we want to give a little shout out to our new sponsor, uh, Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre. Um, they have uh, 72 beers on tap, uh, including 30 from uh, Pennsylvania breweries, uh, so they support local just like we do. Uh, these guys are committed to craft, and uh, they provided us with these huge crawlers. Uh, they, they are not growlers, as, as you would know them, but crawlers because they're, uh, they're canned up, so they're going to last a little longer than... Uh, your average growler would. Uh, and they're filled uh, tonight with uh, White Lightning from Full, po uh, Full Pint Brewing Company out of Pittsburgh. Uh, it's a Belgian white uh, with a little uh, sweet orange peel, uh, coriander, and uh, grains of paradise. So it sounds like a good summer beer. Yeah. You, you want to uh, you want to pop yeah. these open? Might as well uh, let them know what it tastes like, right? Yeah. Well, it comes with this, uh, this handy little uh, thing here, which is pretty cool. Carrier. All right, I got one. All right, let's uh, let's pop it open. Put that into shade up too much. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Oh, perfect. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, don't spill it, John. Don't spill it. Thank you, sir. Sorry, Gerard. <laughs> we'll clean up our mess. Mm. That is quite good. What do you think? That's, yeah. good. That's exactly what I thought. It was. It's a very light summer beer. Yeah. Something you want to have on a, a hot summer day. Maybe not exactly like today, because uh, but over the weekend. Yeah. It was pretty warm. Yeah. Gerard, you want one? <laughs> That's that's a good idea to, to give the uh, the producer who's in charge of the cameras uh, a beer while he's while he's going. So uh, he'll focus better. Yeah, yeah, sure, it'll be fine. He'll be good. He'll be good. <laughs> we also want to give a, a shout out to the Keys in uh, downtown Scranton. Uh, they have uh, Alma Mater, uh, University Drive, Fire with Friends, and Elephants Dancing uh, playing this Friday night, and uh, Pollyanna, Just Blush, and uh, Grant Williams just keeps coming up tonight uh, live on Saturday as well. Uh, and the FM Kirby Center is also uh, a sponsor on our site, uh, so we want to let you know that uh, Billy Strings and uh, Tra uh, Trout Steak Revival are coming <coughs> up on uh, July 13th, uh, Robbie Folks on July 14th, and Daughtry on uh, July 15th. So, now that all the shameless plugs are over, uh, thank you for, for, uh, for listening, and uh, please uh, check out Beer Boys, The Keys, uh, the FM Kirby Center, because uh, obviously we wouldn't be able to do this uh, without them. And, of course, Cole Creative, 
Uh, but we've paid them in beer, so we're all good there. <laughs> beer is gold. Chris Langan, sir. Hi. How, how are, are you? you? I'm, I'm great. How are you? I am well. Thank you guys for having me on today. It's been a busy day. I feel like I've taken over the internet a little bit today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you are also uh, Cole Creative's uh, NEPA Creative, uh, which they do every week. It's yeah, and cool. I realized that I was wearing the same shirt that I'm wearing <laughs> right now, so yes. but that was filmed on a separate day. You've, you've changed since then. <laughs> yes, just, I've Just showered. to let everybody know. <laughs> All right, so uh, obviously we want to start with uh, the, at the beginning. Where, yes. Why did you want to become a drummer? Okay, good thing we have an hour. <laughs> um, well, it kind of worked out like this. Um, the Monkees. You remember the Monkees? Yeah. Okay, so that show was in syndication when I was younger. It was playing all the time. and I don't know. I grew a liking to it, especially Mickey Dolan's the drummer. I just... I don't know. I love this show. So people say you monkey around. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, so my my parents got me the record. We had records then still. You have records now. Yeah, I mean. They're, they're back. Yeah, they're back. They're back. Um, so that was like my first LP. But um, so I got that. And um, well, my dad and my uncle, when they were younger, they had a drum kit. They, they played a little bit, like nothing crazy. Um, it was a Slingerland, you know, 1960-something red sparkly kit, and, uh, for my fourth birthday, um, they gave me the drum set, and I, uh, just started trying to, you know, mimic what I heard, um, would play the record. Obviously, I, I, I don't think I was all that great at it, but, um, <laughs> luckily, you know, my mom was uh, willing to put up with it. And, uh, right. you know, that record turned into the 80s, you know, Phil Collins and all that stuff. And then that turned into the 90s with the Pearl Jams and the Nirvanas. And I just <clears throat> pretty much taught myself. Just I spent a lot of time in my bedroom. Um, we got rid of the bed because I needed more room for drums, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs that? Yeah, so... Um, I, I had my father's kit that I, you know, I originally got, and we got another kit. I put them two together and just like had this massive, like, <laughs> just gigantic kit. And um, I don't know, man. I just fell in love with it and just kept playing. And here I am. So nice. Yeah. So now you play in, as I listed, several different bands. I've, I've also seen you fill in for a lot of other bands too, and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. you're constantly doing shows uh, live pretty much, uh, I would I would say, every weekend, right? Yeah. Um, it's actually, it's slowed down because of the way, you know, things are these days. Uh, but there was a time when, I mean, I didn't even have to work a real job, you right. know. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, you know, I play a lot uh, with London Forest, Danielle, Grant Williams, um, Eric Rudy, stuff like that, whenever. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the fill-in stuff, too. Um, as a matter of fact, last weekend, Mike Brace uh, from Destination West, Lost Dogs fame, yep. uh, he called me up, needed a drummer, and hours notice, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was off, so. So how, how do you adjust that quickly? Like, uh, are, are, they, are they giving you kind of a rundown of the songs, and you just kind of got to... 
play them on the fly, or you know, do you have kind of a general understanding of some of these songs going in? Well, I don't know. I've been playing professionally, I guess you would say, like in the club scene mm. um, for over twenty years. So mm. I've played a lot of songs, you know, and they've. Um, Luckily, in a lot of these situations, the set lists are pretty similar, so yeah. there's not a lot of homework to do. However, I will say, I don't know if Eric Rudy's watching, uh, watching or listening, but um, the first time I played with him <clears throat> was for Parade Day a couple of years ago. Mm. He got in touch with me and was like, um, hey, I got this gig, the Radisson, six hours long. Here's 250 songs. We'll see you on Friday or whatever day of the week it was. Yeah. I, I think I had like a couple days. Showed up and did it. You know, I just, um, I don't know. I just memorized, I guess, a lot of it. What's so the, it's, it's what's, cool. What's the preparation for, like, for that? Like, do you sit down for five hours and kind of just go at it? Or? Not really. No. Uh, I'll tell you what. For um, When I joined London Force, that was some of the most preparation I've had to do in a, in a long time. Um, when I got offered that gig, you know, because their set list is so different than right. what everybody else plays. <clears throat> and, um, you know, when you come to see London Forest, you're not gonna hear, uh, Jane says, you know, you're not gonna hear that stuff. So there was a lot of songs on their list that I, I had never heard before. Wow. So that was a case where I had to spend hours, you know, getting ready for that. Not to mention, our live set is all done to click tracks. Um, because of the tracking and stuff, we have uh, separate tracks that are played along. So everything has got to be right. Right. <laughs> like exactly right. So. And for those who don't, might not know, what does London Force play? Like what kind of stuff? I would say uh, newer alternative. Some of the stuff you'll hear like on alt, hmm. um, but some of like the even deeper stuff um, that you might not really hear unless you're listening to like a, sat a satellite radio. But at the same time, we do you know cover some of the '90s popular stuff like some Audio Slave and and some familiar stuff. So mm, that's cool. Yeah. Um. One, uh, let's see, a couple songs we just started doing, that Sir Sly High. That's a great song. It's a great song, yeah. yeah. It'll be that, the uh, Montage Mountain Pavilion. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's great. I'd love to see them. Altitude. I did, I did a cover of the, of that song for YouTube, and uh, their drummer gave it a thumbs up, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a cool tune. Yeah. I've seen a lot of those uh, seem that seem to take off, especially online, doing uh, doing covers and things like that. Maybe just a, a drum cover, a guitar cover, a bass cover, things like that. Uh, it's interesting to see when the artists actually respond to them and yeah. and, and get get, a, get in touch and you know at least leave a comment or something like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I had that happen with one other band. Who was it? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was Sir Sly, their drummer liked it and uh who was the other band i did a cover of a song and he commented on it i can't remember but if i remember by the end of the show i'll i'll chime in with that yeah well uh the one of the other big bands that you're with uh danielle you know they yeah. seem to be 
doing a lot, especially in Nashville, which I think is, is pretty cool it's, and unusual for a band from northeastern Pennsylvania to, to have to, to go to Nashville on a regular basis to play shows and stuff like that. So what, what has that experience been like? It's a lot of fun. Um, Nashville rocks. It, it's awesome. <laughs> those, are, those are some mighty these, fine boots. Yeah, yeah, there. these are straight from, from Nashville. <laughs> um, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Danielle is probably, if not the hardest working country artist in this area by without a shadow of a doubt. Um, it's a lot, you know, she's determined. And that's kind of people I like to surround myself with, you know? Right. <clears throat> so I take this very seriously, and she does too, so. Yeah, I mean, that's why we get them opportunities, you know? All the promos and all the videos <clears throat> I've seen of her, they're, they're always very well done. So it's, yeah. it's she's not screwing around. It's very, it's, right. it's a real, it's a real deal. You know? Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yep. Um, we're heading back out there in September. We were there. Uh, a couple weeks ago for CMA Fest, I think we played like five shows in six days or something. Uh, we're heading back out in September for the Josie Awards, which is um, Josie is like a, it's like an internet uh, country radio, mm. and uh, she does her uh, an awards show every year. Danny's nominated, I think, for four. Danny, if you're watching, I'm pretty sure it's four this year, and um, it's actually being held. Last year we were there, it was at the uh, Skirmerhorn or Skirmerhorn, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. Um, that's a beautiful building in Nashville. That seats like 3,000. This year, we're at the Nissan Stadium, home of the Tennessee Titans. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. That's for real. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a whole other <laughs> ball game. Man. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and she's won a few awards in the past, too, I believe. Yeah. Last year... She won um, down there. Even I think she won here too for the Electric City. That's where I, I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, Sorry, the Danny. You got so many awards going on. I can't keep track. Of them. <laughs> you guys opened up for a band at Montage too last year or a year before we, that. We did a couple of them. Yep. Um, what was it? Dirks Bentley. We did um, on the the stage there, right by you know when you the box office. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's a cool stage. Yep. Um, I think we were going to do it this year, but I think it conflicted with Nashville or something like that, so we weren't able to. But uh, priorities. Yeah. Hey, I go to Nashville. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. And then, uh, then Grant Williams is a totally different ball game from that. You know, that's yeah. that's all instrumental. Right. So, there's. Do you feel like there's more of a focus on you for that type of thing? I mean, granted. You know, obviously he's the one out front and that kind of thing, but you're still, you know, a big part of those songs. Yeah, um, I, I'm. I, it's funny, like I, I'm really fortunate to be with all the people I play with. They're each unique in their own way. Um, Grant was just, uh, thank God he, uh, you know, he said he needed a drummer, and I was like, hey, come over. Let's, yeah, you didn't, let's jam. you didn't know him before that, right? You just no, kinda, you, no, you I knew of him. Yeah, okay. I said, man, I'll jam with you, you know, like, yeah. and uh, we just started, he had some songs, and then we started writing some, and yeah, it's, it's, it's really neat. Um, I don't know if people <clears throat> know what to think, make of it at first. Sure. But, um, man, you listen to that album, and it's just, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Uh, it, it's de definitely uh, uh, you know one that I listen to at the desk, you know, like that yeah. kind of thing. Because you just you, you kind of get into it, and you, you don't realize like 
you know, the whole thing's done, and you're like, oh, wow, that went by, you know, so fast, you know? It's, it's cool. cool. It's a really cool album. It's cool to be able to work with just a bass player, because we're the rhythm section, you know what I mean? And, right. Um, to be able to bounce ideas off each other and, like, complement each other's parts, you know? So that's that's always fun. The bass player and the drummer got to always lock in, you know, so. Right. Do you, do you feel that the uh, drummers are, are underrated in general in terms of, uh, you know, music that you, you hear? Like, if you're, you're listening on the radio, I assume that you would probably say, oh, you know, that's a really good, you know, uh, drum solo or that's, that's, that's a really great beat that that guy's, you know, got going on or whatever. And someone who's listening to, they might just, they might hear the lyrics and they might not appreciate what's going on, you know, uh, yeah. the whole structure of the song. I, I could see that. Um, and you know what, too, like, uh, I was going to say, like, um, being a drummer these days is, it's tough. Um, like you're just saying, you, if you listen to the music out now, a lot of it's not even real drums. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, to be a successful drummer, especially in this area, let alone the entire world, you've got to really, like, have something unique. Or, or do something like other than just be the drummer in a band so, right um that's like with london force and grant too actually with everybody um sampling has played a, a big role in, in my drumming um trying to especially for covers recreate those parts that you hear in songs on the radios that aren't real drums you know what i mean um getting those samples, those sounds, and dumping them on a pad and mm -hmm. hitting a pad rather than a snare drum sometimes to, to, you know, to try to stay true to the song. So. Sure. Now, do you, uh, you know, as, as, as a drummer, how, how, do you, how do you go about uh, doing this for a living? You know, is this something where you're constantly looking for <clears throat> new opportunities or are you developing your own stuff kind of behind the scenes as well? Yeah, um... I'm hustling, man. Just uh, like I said, people are probably going to be sick of me by the end of today because I just uh, <laughs> have been all over Facebook and stuff. But going back to what I said, man, it's really hard being a drummer right now and making a career out of it. Um, you know, not everybody wants to make a career out of it, and that's okay. Some guys are totally cool with being in a, a cover band, party band, playing on the weekends, you know, and sure, that's fine. Um, me, on the other hand, that's not my story. You know, like, this is what I do. And it's always been what I do. So having to, um, not being able to rely on being a, a full-time musician, even though I'm in like four or five bands, you know, it doesn't cut it. Um, so I've had to really kind of start focusing on me a lot. And uh, that's why I've been doing the YouTube and uh, putting together websites and, Instagram, I'm, I'm on Twitter now, which I never thought in a million years I'd be on Twitter or, like, <laughs> any of these social media sites. Like, Facebook was enough, you know sure. what I mean? But now it's... It's a full-time job trying to manage all those social media It sites. really, it really is. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But it's a lot of work. And um, thankfully, I've been able to get into uh, teaching. I used to teach um, years ago, just a couple private students and stuff mm -hmm. here and there, and at their house or whatever, and I never really thought much of it, but uh, Jack Martin at the Scranton Music Academy uh, offered me a job teaching down there, and I really was like, wow, I could do this, like, full-time. Mm. 
And I kind of am at this point between teaching down there all week long and then um, on the weekends I, I do some students at my house and I even started doing Skype lessons. Mm. It's, it's become a lot. Uh, it, it's, I've kind of made, I've been able to make drumming now my full-time job and swinging a hammer my part-time job. Well, so that's, that's that's a good place to be in. You know what I mean. So, uh, I guess I'm going in the right direction. So sure. Well, you're happy, right? I'm thrilled. Well, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yep. Not a lot of people can say that. <clears throat> right. So it's cool. Yeah. Now, if you as a teacher, uh, are there particular things that you want to get across as a student? Like when you start out, are there things that you wish somebody had told you? Like this early on so that you you know would have gotten better quicker or like yeah. would have made it easier for you that kind of thing are there certain lessons or things in your mind that you want to pass on to, to these kids? yeah um i try to get every student started and acquainted with a metronome right off the bat mm. um that's something i mean i wasn't i guess you kind of could say i was practicing to a metronome if you think about like pra uh, playing along the records because a lot of records are recorded in a studio to a click track mm. so that drummer on that song was my click track so <laughs> but yeah definitely a metronome all my students right off the bat metronome because they have to develop a sense of time i mean that's your job as a drummer you speed up the band speeds up you slow down the band slows down right you know, you're kind of in charge there so that's one thing i try to get them all um started off that um, rudiments, rudiments. I wish I started earlier um, because just like just like guitar and piano have like you know scales and stuff like that. Yeah. The rudiments are like the vocabulary for drums, and um, I think a lot of drummers, especially young ones, look at rudiments like ah. Oh, I'm not going to be in the marching band. I, I don't need that stuff. But um, yeah, you'd be surprised <laughs> what you could do with being able to, you know, play rudiments and know that that's have that skill. So right. So that's that, and that's helped you uh, to get where you are. Yeah. Um, I had to go through like that whole telling myself there's more to it than just being you know like a marching drummer like. I was, you know, I started learning how to like apply that stuff to the kit, mm. and even to grooves, and and, and um, it's made me a better drummer for sure. Like I, I think. I don't know what other people think, but <laughs> I could tell that I am doing things that I wouldn't normally do now because of the vo vocabulary mm. that I have. Well, it's got to be a little bit different doing it online, too, you know, because that, that seems to be a bigger thing now. I have some musician friends and stuff who, who will teach online and do, you know, Skype lessons and yeah. things like that. Have you ever done anything along those lines yet? Uh, I just started doing Skype lessons, yeah. Um, it's tricky. It's tricky because um, obviously you're not right there. Right. Um, and sometimes there could be a little delay in the... You know what I mean? In the the broadcast or whatever sure. you want to call it. Um, sure. So if you're working with like metronomes and stuff, that could be off a little bit. But we're 
I, I'm new to it, so we're, uh, my students are, you know, taking it easy on me. Well, it's, it's a learning process for both of us still, so. But uh, if I get any better at it, I'll, I'll be sure to let you guys know. <laughs> so, nothing beats doing it in person, though. So, sure. But, but it works out good for people that don't have time or can't travel, mm. you know, that they have restrictions. So, they can just pop on their computer or their iPad or whatever, and there we are. So. Do you have students outside of this direct area? No. No. I think my one student's from, like, uh, Popac area, that would be like the furthest. Okay. But but it opens you up to that as well. That's the thing. So the so I'm hoping with like with the YouTube and all that stuff, I always kind of cross promote. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, you know, that sets me up that if somebody from across the country does want lessons from me, we can do that. Right. You know. Did you uh when did you start the YouTube channel? Just a few months ago. Um I decided, I was like, ah, I'm gonna buy a camera and start doing drum covers and doing some some lessons just to uh, help get the word out there, show people what I do, um, give them little samples, you know what I mean? Um, I think it would be foolish to give everything away on YouTube, <laughs> but um, yeah. it definitely helps as a reference, I guess, like, okay, here's what he, is capable of doing what here's what he knows like yeah so what, what kinds of videos are you are, are you uh focusing on like what what are you teaching people through these these videos um right now it's been kind of like you know just like tips tricks like you know maybe like like a cool drum fill or something or um um i try to keep it short because you, nobody really wants to sit on YouTube for an hour sure. watching a drum lesson. I think that's that's for, like, the classroom, you know. Unless so. they're watching our show, of course. Then then they definitely want to sit on YouTube for an hour. That's that's questions. true. That's yeah. true. That's true. But other than that, <laughs> yes. push us out. <laughs> Don't block us. <laughs> no, I just think that, um, like, it's so easy when your hand's on that mouse to just click away, you know, so. Yeah, it is. I try to keep it, I try to keep it short. Attention spans are very... Yeah. Limited, so yeah. to speak. Yep. We're hoping to keep people for an hour. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, it's just why we, we do the live stream, but then we offer the, the show right. afterwards, too. So, you know, if you can only watch a couple minutes, that's cool. You know, you can always check back in later and watch the full show. If, you know, those few minutes, you know, really interested you and stuff like that. Absolutely. And what's the uh, name of the channel? It's Behind the Beat with Chris Langan on YouTube. That, uh... Coming up with that name was was kind of funny because um, you could think of it two ways. Like, behind the beat is a term in drumming, like where you play just slightly behind the beat. Ah, so like yeah, if I'm yeah, playing with I a metronome, right? I could play slightly behind that. Yeah, yeah. But then you could flip that and be like behind the beat, as in like you get what I'm saying, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, I thought of it as the latter, but yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So. I asked my fiance. I'm like, "What do you think of that?" She's like, oh, "That works. That works. That's good. Do that." So we we kept with it. So nice. Now let's uh, let's see. I want to get into the. Uh, oh, we mentioned the booth. Well, you're you're engaged. I, I was yeah. your girlfriend. So that's that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
cool. My biggest supporter, uh, AKA slash Roadie, right, babe? Right. <laughs> I remember, well, I remember you guys, I don't know who you were with, but uh, we did a, it was before Third Eye Blind, we were at Stir. Yeah. You guys played like a little small, I forget what band it was. It was with uh, Destination West, actually. Okay, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yep. And I remember seeing you and your fiance, and yep. so that, was, that was a while ago, so. Yeah, we were just talking about yeah. that before we um, we stopped at Franklin's okay. um, to get something to eat. By the way, have you ever had their wings? They are. They, oh, every, my every, Everything God. there is pretty good. We usually, we, we go hang out there afterwards sometimes. Yeah. After the good. show. But we don't eat, though. We, we drink. Yeah. We Dude, their wings were amazing. <laughs> you got to get them if you haven't had them. Okay. But, yeah, anyway, we, we stopped there for a bite to eat, and we were just talking about that Third Eye Blind show. It's funny you said that. That was another instance where... um. Mike Brace was like, uh, I need a drummer. <laughs> and it's cool, man. I'm glad that people can rely on me like that. He actually text, uh, messaged me a couple hours ago, wanted to see if I could play Saturday, but I, I, I'm playing with Danny L, so unfortunately right. I can't. But, um, now, does, uh, does that, I mean, w w not necessarily, say, put a strain on your relationship, but it's tough, I I'd imagine, just going, you know, having to go to Nashville for a weekend or going to you know, shows at night, not being home till, you know, probably three, four in the morning or even later and that kind of thing. That can, that can be tough. It's, it's not as easy as it was when I was in my twenties. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't bounce back as easily, but, uh, <laughs> but as far as support, um, Kate's the best. I mean, she, she helps me carry the stuff, break it down. Like she's got it down. So she's my sidekick. Good thing she came tonight because I'm not helping with those drums. I, I know. I am not helping you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's out of here. Too, too, as soon I as came here to drink over, and it. talk. I have to give props to Mike Wintermute in London Forest, my guitar player, too. He um, he loves carrying what we call the body bag. That's my uh, my hardware bag. <laughs> it's like it's like a dead body. It's, it's very heavy. <laughs> so, but he always muscles through and helps me out with that. So. You got a you got a few supporters, so I'll read some read some comments. Uh, oh, like great. I said, if you want to uh, if you want to leave anything, uh, let us know. We'll, we'll definitely read them at some point. Uh, Danielle herself says, uh, "Sounds great. Thanks for the the shout outs and all the support. So happy to have Chris on this uh, musical journey. Uh, you're a talented guy." She says so. Oh, uh, thank you. And uh, Chris Jones, who is a, uh, a local stand up comedian, you may have uh, seen him at. Uh, some of our uh, Got Talent events and things like that. He said, uh, it'll just be a band of Grants, I think he was referring to when we were talking about uh, Grant earlier. <laughs> he said, bald and bearded, Rich will do photos until he grows a full beard, which I think he's referring to the fact that uh, I'm a, not a great photographer. I'm not trained in any way. Uh, I'm a writer, so if I'm taking photos, I'll take 500 photos to get that one that's actually really good, and then just post that one and be like, oh, see, look, look. Great photographer, you know. <laughs> it takes you three hours to get. Yeah, that's my yeah, that's my secret. Them, yeah. uh, essentially, you know, you get really a uh, really nice camera, you get really nice equipment. You look legit. Yeah, you, you know, take no a, take a lot of photos and then just show them don't one or tell two. Tell them your secrets. Don't do that. <laughs> that's what I need next, right there. Uh, I mean, that's that's fine. I I freely I freely admit that. You know, well, this 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 helps. It actually does a lot of the heavy lifting uh, for me. It's a, it's a Canon five D, and uh, you know, it does video and stuff too. But uh, you know, I mainly use it just for the photography aspect, just because it can shoot low light, and that was such yeah. a, big, a big thing. Like at first, when I got my first starter camera, 
I, I definitely had no idea what I was doing, right. but I wanted to be able to take better pictures because at the time I was at a paper and it's like this stuff is going to get published and, you know, they gave me this crappy $100 point and shoot, you know, like, because there's no budget in journalism anymore. Right. So it's like, you know, you got to reach in your own pocket. So uh, so I definitely uh, started small and had to, to work my way up. But this this thing definitely helps with that. It hurts your back. It, after a while, it does, because this, this you has... Say, you say that doesn't This has the double battery. I think, you, I think you probably do the heavy lifting, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Um, I, I'll, I'll definitely feel it in a couple years, that's for sure. Uh, Matt Main gives a, gives a heart. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> and, uh, let's see, uh, Tan- uh, Tanner Snyder, uh, his, his, uh, his folks, uh, Tom and Noel, say... Uh, it's an inspiration to Tanner that gives him hope that drumming can be a full-time profession. Uh, he's he's a drummer in uh, Blind Choice and a, yep. a couple other uh, bands over the years. I want to quickly just um, shout out to Tanner. Um, he is going to be doing a guest drum lesson on my YouTube channel. Oh, nice. We're going to film it this weekend. So I had put a post out a few days ago. I'm looking for other drummers, too, like to come over and film lessons. You know, it doesn't always have to be me. Um, right. I think that way too that they can plug their bands, yep. Plug themselves, mm-hmm. and um, who knows? Maybe they have a, a, a niche for teaching that they didn't realize they had. You know, so sure. You know, something where everybody can learn something. Right. So yeah, looking forward to having Tanner over. It'd be cool. He he said, uh, well, you know, he's he's a pretty young guy. What would you say to uh, young drummers uh, out there, kind of kind of fighting their way through? Uh, the the scene and the whole mess of people that kind of stand out. What to do? Yeah. What to, what would you recommend for a young drummer? Um, besides like honing your craft, um, get um, business minded. Mm. Um, there's more to being a drummer than just playing the drums, Sp- especially if you want to make a career out of it. Like I said before, nothing knocking the guys that do it on the weekends. Sure. You know what I mean? If you want to be a, a career professional drummer that pays his rent by playing drums, <clears throat> um, start getting business-minded. Start um, getting on YouTube, getting on social media. Um, start learning a lot about it so that you can turn around someday and start teaching. You know? Because uh, I think that's... What's different now about musicians is, you know, what, 20, 30 years ago, you can just be a drummer. You can go up there, you can, you can do your thing, but now it's it's a business. It's, it's more than just right. performing. Right. I mean, granted, that's something I can't even do or, or even fathom, but now it's a business, and you really have to think like that now. Exactly. So. Get some business cards made up. Just um, <clears throat> as much as you feel like you might be... Um, annoying people, who cares? Which stinks though, because it used to be a party. It seemed like now it's like you yeah. know you're not you're not you say yourself you're not going out on a weekend playing a show and getting trashed. Right. You're yeah. you're going there. You're doing the best you can, and, and and you're going home. Yep. It's not about the party anymore. It's about right. this is business. This is my life. This is my career. Yeah. Which kind of I guess we grow up and that's <laughs> what we do. It kind of sucks, but sure. Yeah. But it. it stinks yeah I mean the stories you used to hear about you know bands and 
all that kind of yeah, stuff. I'm sure crazy. they still exist, yeah, but crazy. not, not yeah. what they used to be. Yeah. Right. Especially if you want to make it more than a couple right. years, you right. know, before you burn out. Right. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's... Yeah, that's another thing, too. <clears throat> Don't let that stuff get a hold of you because it'll derail you real fast, yeah. you know? I know, I know we wanted to, to mention him, too, so uh, it's funny that, that he commented, uh, Rob Palmatessa. Uh, oh, yeah. He said it's in Mer he's in Myrtle Beach, so he, he's, he can't really watch it right now. It's kind of lagging for him. But uh, the show will be available afterwards, Rob, so you know, feel free to tune in then. Uh, Nathan Montella says, uh, you're the man. Nathan. Another, another fine drummer uh, from yeah. uh, Skip Monday. He was actually the drum instructor at the Music Academy before, um, okay. before I started. Nice. He was moving away. It, that it just kind of so stars aligned. Words so up. thanks for all the students that uh, I took over for you there, buddy. <laughs> well, Rob, uh, you had mentioned that uh, he does. So you were doing some online drum tracking with him. That's another thing. That's another part of the business. Um, that's another thing I'm getting into is uh, online drum tracking. Yeah. Whereas you know, um, most people go into a recording studio. And I'm not trying to take business away from recording studios by any means. Sure. I, I love I love everybody. I know all the studios. I love everybody that works with them. And, but, um, you know, for a guy like Rob, Rob, he, he, his, he is an unbelievable songwriter. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard any of his stuff, but wait. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's incredible. Um, we uh, are working on his demo right now. I think there's seven songs. We have never even been in the same room hmm. because of the online drum tracking. I'm, I'm set up now where that you can, if you're a singer or songwriter or a band without a drummer, you can email me tracks. I'll give them a listen. Or if you have any like input on what you want, I can record drum tracks to your song, email this back to you, Samples of it. I'm not going to email the whole thing back to you because then you could just take the song and run away with it. But um, sure. um, yeah, and we can get it done like that, you know. And uh, we can any kind of changes you want to make to it, you know. If you didn't like a part, you know, I'd rather you do this, that, or the other. We can do that. And me and Rob have been working that way now for about two months. Just bounce, you know. He sends me ideas. I lay something down, send it back to him. You like it? Cool. I'm going to help him mix the whole thing and uh, should be out soon. You guys are going to love his tunes, man. They're, they're great. Cool. Yeah. What I'm a songwriter and what a, what a, what a vocalist too. Like, where do you hear the lyrics to these songs? It's incredible. What a great writer. I feel like a lot of bands do that now. You know, the, the technology we have and the email and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, you could be living here and I could be in California and <clears throat> Someone somewhere else, and we can basically put an album together without even being in the same room. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's it's cool. Yeah. So that's another thing I'm I'm getting into as well. I, I think a lot of bands are are moving that way too, because uh, I mean, you know, after a while you settle down, you get a family, you get kids, stuff like that. You might not all be in the same area anymore. Yeah. Usually, a band will form in a hometown somewhere, 
but then eventually, you know, you want to move out. Maybe, okay, I have some money now. I don't want to live here anymore. I want to go, you know, live in Florida or California or something like that. Or, you know, you got to live where, uh, you know, where those studios are or where your label is. Things like that might help you out. So, yeah. you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change your whole lifestyle in that sense. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you see that, uh, you know, down the road for you at some point? Would you move out of the area if it uh, benefited you in some way career-wise? Yeah. Um, I'm not opposed to it. I've done it before. I moved to Florida um, a couple of years back. Just hopped on a plane and went. <laughs> I had a buddy that lived there. He let me crash on the couch for a couple of weeks till I got a place. And yeah. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not against it. There's there's more to this uh, than just you know this area for sure. Not knocking the area, but um, sure. I like to uh, I like to travel, and see what else is going on. So there's a lot going on. Yeah, there really it's is. It's nice to like see those those places and then, you know bring some of that back here or you know just kind of yeah. See, Nashville's a trip, man. You I've always wanted to go. You walk down this. It's it's like parade day every day. <laughs> like I'll probably die. I don't want to go. I don't want to go now. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I guess it's not that bad all the time. But uh, during I'm CMA kidding. Fest I'm, was... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. CMA Fest was pretty crazy. Um, it was nuts because on the Sunday of that week that we were there, it was... CMA Fest was going on. Plus, it was the Stanley Cup Finals. And um, Tennessee's hockey team was in it. And it was right there. So there was... I think they said like eighty to 100,000 people in town that day. It was nuts. Yeah. Oh, but you could walk down the street 10 o'clock in the morning and every bar's got a band playing. Hmm. All the time. That's what I heard about Nashville. Like, there's, just a, there's a band in a bar all the time. All the time, yeah. It doesn't matter who it is, where it is, yeah. Those guys work for tips out there, though. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like... <laughs> that's it's not like you wrap up your scores the other night, like, okay, where's my... Wow. Where's my check? Jeez, that's not nice. like it down there. Hmm. <clears throat> It's cutthroat down there. I mean, there's a million super talented people down there trying to make it, you know? Right. So. So, uh, so where do you see yourself uh, down the road then? Uh, what, what, do you, uh, what do you envision for your future? Or what are you um, aiming towards, perhaps? Uh, boy, that's a tough one. Um, definitely, like, the same path I'm going now, just hopefully at a little bit higher of a level. Teaching, I want to eliminate having to. Sorry for anybody that I work with during the day that's watching. I don't want to work with you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but um, teaching full time and uh, doing the uh, you know the session work, uh, the, you know the studio work, and um, being that go-to guy that I've kind of made myself over the years, I guess, and just continue with that. You know, playing, uh, the bands will always kind of be a thing, but um, I want to try to make drumming my career without, like, having to only be in a band. Right. You know what I mean? I, 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 if that makes any sense. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think some people kind of strive to be part of that band, and some people want to break out and kind of do their own thing, too. You know? Right. And it seems like if you've reached that point where you want to do that. And it's especially hard for a drummer. Like, I can't just go set up somewhere and be like, okay. <laughs> right, you know, yeah. That's why a couple of years back, I, I 
I play guitar and sing too. I had an I did acoustic solo stuff mm. and um, had a three piece Lang and Wags and O'Connor, uh, O'Con Billy O'Connor, who's the guitar player for Danielle. It was him, I, and my buddy Wags. We I played guitar and sang because there just was like no full band places to play for a while. Mm. Sounds like a lawyer group. <laughs> we got that a lot. We got that a lot. But yeah, that's 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 another tough thing. Like, it's funny. I'll get calls from, you know, club owners and stuff. Like, oh hey, we want to book your band. What do you guys charge? Blah blah blah. blah. And then I tell them, and they're like, oh, so how about the duo? <laughs> Where does that leave me? Right. Exactly. So that's why I got to kind of. Uh, Take care of me too. So sure. You know what I mean? So teaching. Doing the online thing and session work. Stuff like that. And playing in bands. So I feel like these days everything is so much harder, but yet easier. Because it's harder to be in a, a full time in, in working band. Because you got guys like, well, it was a three-piece <clears throat> band. Well, how much for the two of you? But now you yep. have the outlet to do the online drumming and the online this and the online that. I'm sure there's other ways to come. So it's like, it's so hard. Yeah. It's it's so much harder now than it was back then. I said that topic, I'm you know, 100 years old. But it's also easier. It's just, it's so weird. Like, right. Where's yeah. what, what that like happy medium where it's like, well, that's, that's exactly it. That's why I started doing some of the stuff that I'm doing, because I had to make up for... Mm -hmm. How hard. How hard this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So. Now, are there, uh, one, one other thing <clears throat> I wanted to ask you, too, uh, any, any memorable shows that kind of stick out in your mind, in particular, whether it was, you know, local or, uh, you know, out of the area or whatever that, uh, you know, and, and, and why? What is it that stuck out about them? Oh, boy. <laughs> that's a tough one you got me on that one because uh, you do I mean you do so many so I'm sure a lot of it blends together but. right um, oh boy that is a tough one I can read some comments while you think about it. If you yeah, like. yeah. See, see his brain going like. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to like tell too many wild stories. We had yeah. we had some fun in State College back in the day with Dashboard Mary. That was that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, I remember Dashboard Mary. Yeah, yeah. I was actually their singer. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like. Jesus. Yeah. Huh. So. I had some good times with them guys. Um, Nashville shows. Who says they got to play Tootsie's world famous, you know, places that Willie Nelson sat and had a beer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Um, Luke Bryan was playing on the rooftop of the place two days after we were just there. Like, it was like crazy. So the Nashville shows are cool. They're a lot of fun. They're memorable for sure. Let's see, uh, Natasha Marie says, uh, Rob Palmatessa is amazing. Uh, just wait for his demo release. It's going to blow any PA up. Yeah, it is. Uh, Carl Andrews says, uh, Wagstock. Wagstock. Yeah. Um, Wags, uh, as I mentioned, the law firm band I was in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he lives up um, near Crystal Lake. 
he's got a really nice piece of property, and um, mm. he built a stage into his backyard and everything. And <clears throat> we would do wag stock up there. I would, I was pretty much in charge of getting all the bands and running. Like I would do the sound and stuff for them. And we've taken a couple years off, but uh, it was funny because he actually reached out to me a couple weeks ago and was like, eh, "We usually do it on Labor Day weekend." Mm. Hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing it again this year, and so we'll see. Keep you posted on that. Okay. Yeah, let us know. We'll uh, for sure. I'm sure, any PA scene will take care of that. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fun. <laughs> Especially with uh, with yard stock not happening this year, that was that was a big disappointment for me. I love uh, yard stock. It's in like the middle of nowhere, but it's like it's an independent little festival, kind of like a warp tour sort of feel, but uh, much more down home, independent. A lot of really cool bands you discover like 20 good bands coming out of there every single year it's where's that at? it's not happening this year um this guy who's in a band called the greater victory and and uh in kind of the 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 wilkes area but uh he lives up i'm trying to think of what it, uh what the area is called uh but it's it it's like one of those places where you get no cell phone reception oh, okay. or anything like that. It's like a yeah. It's a, I, I believe his uh, his family kind of owns the land or whatever. Right. So they've been, they've been doing it there every year. But I think due to some kind of uh, issue with the the you know sound and neighbors and all that kind of stuff, you know, and uh, paying people, you know, like uh, you know have, having a uh, whatever. So I, I, th I think there, w there was some kind of issue there. I'd actually want to talk to him about it. I'd love to have him on the show at some point. So maybe a future future show we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, cool. de definitely definitely a, a, a fun local thing. I hope it comes back. Maybe maybe it'll do it somewhere else. Uh, uh, Kate uh, says, uh, you want to ma make a, a name for yourself, uh, brand yourself, uh, be known around the world, uh, and be a session drummer, hopefully in Hawaii and lots of vacations. That would be nice. That would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> and Mike Collins is a great coworker, great drummer. Uh, always has uh, two sticks in his little pad. Yeah, I see. That's another thing too. Like, um, even though I'm a teacher, yeah, I'm. I'll always be a student to this instrument. You know, so he'll tell you. I work with him during the day. I I bring my pad, my practice pad, and my sticks every day mm -hmm. on lunch, and I'm sitting there working stuff out. So. It's never ending. Never That's good. Ending. Well, yeah. I mean, it means you're hungry for it. You want to continue. Right. You want to. You want to always be, you know, working towards something else at some point. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, we're we're pretty much wrapped up. If there's, uh, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to uh, to mention or talk about or anything. Um. Anything you want to plug coming up? Do you have any shows coming up that you want to mention? We, uh, uh, Danielle and uh, the rest of us are at. Fellstock mm -hmm. this Saturday, which I believe we're playing at 6 p.m. So if anybody wants to come to that, um, London Force was uh, we're scheduled for Harry's this Friday. Um, I'm not quite sure if we're going to be able to do it. Uh, our singer Shannon, her grandmother passed, so um, oh, we're really sorry, sorry to hear that. Yeah. So. Uh, Shannon, if you're listening, we're, we're, we're thinking of you. Um, not sure if it's going to happen, but uh, if, it do, if it does, we'll be there Friday. Cool. Other than that, I don't know. People call me sometimes and say, hey, can you play? <laughs> so 
So you may randomly be popping I may up be somewhere. <laughs> Is there anywhere that uh, people can follow you uh, on uh, Facebook or any other social media, anything like that? Yeah, I have my, my just my personal Facebook page, um, Chris Langan. I have a Behind the Beat with Chris Langan page. Right. I have an um, Instagram page, which um, is drumbum1981, I think is my tag name or whatever. Okay. Um, YouTube would be youtube.com slash behind the beat with Chris Langan. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter is Chris Langan underscore 81. I have a LinkedIn, which yeah, I'm not sure what that is. I think Chris Lang in 81, something like that. But um, they're all intertwined. So if you get to one, I've yeah, got a link fine. to the rest of them. So Fair enough. Yep. Uh, sh- uh, Yardstock is in Shikshini, by the way. I had to look it up. I, I couldn't remember Shikshini. Ah. It's a, such a, it's, out there. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, a, it's out there, but it's a... That's it's where a, I used to live. Well, well not, not oh, Shikshini, okay. Humlock Creek, which is where I grew up. Okay. Which is like five, ten minutes from Shikshini. I think, ish. Shit, shitty. <laughs> Out in the boondocks. Is that south of that south of here, right? Sure. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, we'll say throw, it. we'll go with that. Throw darts yeah, you would go eighty one south, and then you get off. I think it's like past Nanakoke. Okay, yeah, that's what I figured. Off there somewhere, I don't know. And. uh... Chris Jones uh, continues to make fun of the fact that we're all we're all bearded, uh, bearded, and, and uh, no no hair. Hey, that's oh, oh, that's oh oh, oh, oh. yeah. You, oh, I mean you you have oh, some nice uh, oh. you have some nice hair. Jesus, <laughs> Easy, Chris. <laughs> Gravity, man. Gravity works in weird ways. I'm okay with it though. I've, I've, I've see see you you and me we, we've accepted it. You know, and just put it out there. I see yep. people trying to hide it with hats all the time, and right. nah, nah, it's it's fine. Just, just, just get rid of it. I think that's the main reason that I started going bald was from wearing hats. <laughs> right, it's only, constantly. It's only making it worse. Only making maybe, uh, maybe in my skater phase too. <laughs> I was a teenager from dying at like fifty different colors. Probably didn't help, but <laughs> I went through that phase too, but. Yeah, I, I I did have a mohawk at some point before yep. before I, I started losing the whole middle part. So right, <laughs> there there goes that. But uh, all right, I think that's that's everything. If uh, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, thank you to our spon- our new sponsor, uh, Beer Boys. Thanks to the Crowler. The the Crowler. We're going to be featuring that every week. We're going to have a new beer uh, to be able to talk about, and we'll uh, we'll post about it on our uh, social media afterwards. So if you want to. Uh, check out uh, any of the, the beers that they have on tap. Uh, we're going to be featuring a new one every week. Uh, thank you to the Keys and uh, thank you to the Kirby Center. Uh, if you want to be a sponsor, by all means, uh, contact us and let us know. We'd love to uh, to feature your business and uh, become a partner. You know, we support local uh, every every single week on uh, NEPAScene.com. So, of course, uh, Cole Creative. Of course, Cole Creative. Uh, who are here, and uh, their their logo is kind of hiding in the in the background, but uh, we'll. Uh... Chris's massive frame is covering it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you here uh, next week, hopefully with everybody.
Yeah. yeah that was the plan been, this I think, week. I think but... it's been like a month since we've all sat down together. I know, right? So. Uh, a month, but whatever. <laughs> Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks, guys.